everybody. Welcome back to the Bet On Yourself podcast. Today, I'm going to be giving you my takeaways from episode one with interviewing Kareem Darhali, the CEO of Investor. So this episode is going to be your TLDR, or too long didn't read, as we call it in, in tech companies, which will give you kind of a summary overview, like the Cliff Notes version of the longer version of this podcast, to give you some little reminders for those of you who have already listened to it, and to maybe remember some of the things you wanted to implement into your work and life. And for those of you who haven't had time to listen to the full episode, this will give you like the cheat sheet version of, of the big takeaways that I think could be applied in your life and career. So this episode, the theme was really all about empowerment. Kareem really inspired me about ways in which that we can take our power back. I think the world has never needed this more. There's uh, additional lockdowns happening, elections are happening. There's things that we can do to kind of create a semblance of normalcy within our own area of influence. And there's no better way to do that than with your financial freedom. So Investor is a company that focuses on financial education within the stock market. So they have several ways in which they do that. And over the interview, we got into the details of exactly how Investor is educating people, giving them confidence and allowing them to be in charge of their financial freedom. What I hadn't actually realized at the time of recording was that 2020 is on track to be the biggest IPO year in history. $90 billion have already been invested in these initial public offerings. And that's happened for a couple of reasons. One is because corporate debt's been bought up. The Federal Reserve in the United States is keeping interest rates at pretty much zero, and they promised to do that for the foreseeable future. And that's actually made it hard to make money on what's traditionally the safer investments, um, which are bonds. So more and more people have moved into investing in the stock market as a way to get a little bit of taking advantage of this crazy situation we found ourselves in this year. So Investor teaches you how to invest invest and gain confidence and take personal responsibility for your financial future. Uh, Kareem called this teaching you how to go from zero to hero of your financial future. And really, um, the Investor app, spelled I-N-V-S-T-R, really focuses on the education side of this. So that you feel empowered to make some decisions. You learn about it in the gamification. They've got fantasy finance, which I personally love. I actually have a league set up with my sister and my nephew where we compete against each other using uh, investor money, like monopoly money, to try our hand at the stock market and see how we we would be performing in real time. Kareem actually started this company as a, after a career as a traditional banker. He banked for 30 years and then decided to make the big leap. And I asked him in the episode, what gave him the courage to do that? And I think this came down to the inspiration he got from his dad, who was actually an immigrant and started his life over again from zero to create a life that was focused on his passion and future opportunities for him and his family. His father actually had to borrow money for the train ticket to go to his very first job interview but he saw that it was worth it um, for the life that he was building. So this is all about really taking a big bet on yourself, which I'm a fan of here, as you know, and creating something for yourself that might not otherwise have come your way. But Kareem makes a really good point in the interview where he encourages us to never make a big career change because you are unhappy. These career changes hopefully will come because you're moving yourself towards happiness, not just motivated by moving away from what's making you unhappy. And I thought that was just 
such a profound insight. And I've absolutely seen that in my career as well. Now, I know a lot of us in this crazy year of 2020 might have had some jobs disappear or the opportunities dry up. You might be in a role right now that doesn't represent your ideal or be matching your goals. So we really wanna see ways in which we can empower ourselves to move, move towards things that are making us happy. Maybe that's through a side hustle, maybe that's through investing, but really allowing our passions to pull us forward rather than unhappiness driving us out. And um, I really appreciate it and that this interview covers something dear to my heart, which is about the value of diversity in our lives and in our work. Kareem shared that he has a very rich multicultural experience in his background. He's lived on four different continents, the US, Europe, Asia, and um, he has um, really made me reflect on kind of my experiences as well. I lived in Sweden for two years when I was in my early 20s. I'm now living in Spain in my not early 20s um, and I'm kind of reinventing myself. And it's true that the companies I've worked at that are truly revolutionary have that power because they represent very diverse workforces. You've got diversity in gender, um, in background and experience, seniority, but also in culture and religion and every possible dimension. And truly innovative companies know to lean into that and seek it out. And that's been something that's really enriched both my personal life and my professional life. So I asked Kareem, how do you know when you are ready to take this entrepreneurial risk? How did he know that he was ready to make a big bet on himself and leave um, his career in banking to become an entrepreneur and start investor? And he said that the most important part of that process for him was recognizing what he called the information revolution. This was right after the 2008 economic crisis. He felt like he saw an opportunity to empower people. He saw this um, essential technology being launched in three forms, cloud, social media, and mobile. And he thought he could harness those three in a really unique way to empower people towards their financial freedom and futures. And that really reminded me of when I was working for Jeff Bezos at Amazon, and he described what he calls his regret minimization principle. This is when Jeff also was um, a, in banking. He was working in New York, a very, very successful, lucrative career, and he left it behind to take a chance on this crazy thing called the internet. And people ask him, how did he have the courage to do that? And he said that he knew he would regret more trying and failing than not trying at all. And that absolutely is um, the case for Kareem as well. His why, which made this risk feel worth it, was he saw a lack of financial stability and that was a major threat to society at the individual le level and the society level. And he wanted to be part of that solution. He really looked at how he could solve this problem. He recommended don't leave the investing to the experts. That is actually what created the 2008 economic crash in the beginning was all of these experts not being proper actors. And he wanted regular people to feel empowered and not afraid of investing. So the formula he used for creating his company in the beginning is fourfold. In, he wanted to create a business plan and he saw four simple steps to do that. And I think a lot of us are intimidated by this idea of a business plan because we've heard 
about you have to put together cap tables and this perfect presentation and you have to go pitch to a VC, but really you can start with the very basics. So Kareem's four-step plan to creating your business plan is first, identifying your vision or purpose. And this is where you see a need that um, should be addressed in the world. Second is your mission. And that's really your role in solving that problem you've identified. Third is strategy. And these are where you've collected the tools and techniques to create a competitive advantage and solve that problem in a way that no one else is using your unique talents, background, and uh, goals. And that leads to the fourth, which is your objectives. You need to establish how you're going to measure your impact and know if you're being successful. As goodness knows, as an entrepreneur, there are a lot of pivots around the way, along the way, and um, that can be disorienting unless you know exactly what success looks like and exactly where you're going. So once you've got your business plan, he outlined four steps to executing it. And the first is everything starting with your clients, who they are, what their needs are, and how you're going to reach them. At Amazon, this was about being obsessed with customers. And in my work at Google, this was all about anticipating the needs of our users in the future before they even knew what they needed next. Second step in executing your business plan is identifying what products and services you're going to offer them. How are you going to reach out to them and install this in their life for the first time? Third step is looking at what systems and people do you need to have in place in your company to achieve this. Now, I cannot overemphasize this point enough. People are key in success, especially if you're trying to do something disruptive and innovative. I've seen so many really good ideas and um, potentially disruptive technologies not be successful and not get the traction they deserve simply because they didn't have the right team in place. And this again goes back to the point about diversity, about really getting the right people on your team and getting people who have that grit factor. We're gonna ask the right questions, come with really creative solutions and that are going to lean in and just do everything necessary to make the company successful. Very important in the startup stage. Later, you have the luxury of hiring for expertise, but in the beginning, it's the grit. And the fourth and last stage of implementing your business plan is really looking at what will the outcomes look like? These are your performance, your revenue goals, understanding your runway and your costs, especially in the beginning when your resources are probably limited. We ended the interview with Kareem talking about his hope for the future. And one of those three areas was information revolution and how it's empowering people. And I saw that at Google, and that's actually why I stayed for 12 whole years. I never would have guessed when they talked me into doing that first round interview and leaving my PhD that I would stay there for more than a decade. But I did because I saw how the information revolution is empowering people for change and giving them opportunities they wouldn't have had otherwise. And this is really about uniting the world through purpose, about building a future full of hope and possibility for everyone. I hope you'll give the full episode a listen. There were so many good nuggets in there, much more than I could just cover in this summary TLDR here. But I hope that you've taken away some enthusiasm and um, got a, something that will inspire you to take a big bet on yourself this week and try something new. Next week, I hope you'll tune in next Wednesday because we've got something really special. I've interviewed Saul Khan, who is the CEO of the Khan Academy. And this is 
his company is single-handedly shaping the future of education. I am so excited about it. All you parents out there, this is gonna solve all your problems of trying to educate your kids at home while you're also trying to work. But also for you entrepreneurs out there, he really talks about the keys to pivots and scaling with massive growth. Khan Academy in March of 2002 had a 300% growth in one month. Okay, I can't imagine their AWS bill. So tune in because Sal is not only really inspiring as an entrepreneur and giving hope for parents who are trying to deal with their future of education, but he's also hilarious. I did not expect that. So don't miss our episode next week. Please subscribe, rate, and share on social media. I look forward to seeing you on this next edition of Bet On Yourself.